Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. I'm going to do a first here and kind of riff off of the topic we had yesterday, where you talked about telling only the hardest truths. I like so it's it. A, a little bit of a secret. For the, for the for the record, Dennis, there have been a number of uh, of these where we've kind of said, "Oh, we're going to have to come back to this. We're going to have to revisit this." We've yet to do it. I have found a quote. So <clears throat> I just finished reading World War Z, which is Nikki's favorite book um, for book club. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you read World War Z? Oh no, it's by Brad Pitt, right? <laughs> uh, funnily enough, it is by um, Max Brooks, who was Mel Brooks's son, which is kind of an odd one. But um, it's it's actually very good. It's very anthological. Uh, it's a little long. I think there's some sections you can cut. But there's a quote in it in a chapter where he's talking to this guy called Roy Elliott, I think. Fictional. I don't know why I bother finding his name. <laughs> but um, his job during the sort of whole zombie outbreak is he works for a department that makes um, motivational, like, propaganda films for the U.S. government, right? To, like, keep morale up. And there's an additional sort of hiccup there where people keep dying of this disease called ADS. I can't remember what it stands for, but again, it's also fictional. Where people kind of just, from repeated stress throughout this global crisis, kind of just give up in their sleep. And this is a book that is obviously written pre-COVID pandemic that hits very differently now. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's so uh, it's very very interesting. There's a quote from him, and it's about lies because some of the th- some of the pro- propaganda he makes is always exaggerated. Like they're talking about this new weapon that's going to be amazing at like defeating the undead horde, and it's like of course it didn't work. But people lined up around the block to go see this film about it, you know. And the interviewer is like, "Well, isn't that lying?" And he says, "Lies are neither bad nor good. Like a fire, they can either keep you warm or burn you to death, depending on how they're used." Yeah. It's a little no, more I'm on not. the on the on the moral relativism side compared to your tell the hardest truth first. I don't um I don't buy it. You don't keep buy you it? warm. Keep the keep you warm part is supposed to be the upside, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. I do believe that keeps you warm the same way. I mean, you guys are kind of in a cold snap right now, right? Yeah, it's freezing here. One of the things we find in California. Where we have cold snaps. Yes, don't at me. I get it. It doesn't get that cold. I'm still in California. But it, on the streets of San Francisco, where if you are there, it can be chilly. Or I get that's not snow on the ground. Um, well, it's extremely windy snaps, and hilly is as well, right? That's not the problem. Yeah. You're right on the water. What we find is a lot of homeless people die. Mm-hmm. They freeze to death. And what they do is they keep drinking alcohol. Yep. Because alcohol makes you think you're warm. It makes you think you're cozy and you're safe. And you're okay, but guess what? You're freezing to death. So you think the That's blood the rushing to the warm. surface from the alcohol? You think it's a it's a it's a false feeling of safety? It's literally a false feeling of safety. It's a lie. I mean, it's literally false. But to those people in the in the in the book and in other examples, right? Where I don't know. I think you could argue that hope in this case, and that's what he says at the very end of the chapter. He says there's a special name for this kind of lie, and it's hope. And the idea is that what you're placing your faith or your hope in doesn't really matter if it's real or not. The sensation you get out of it is what, what's important. I, I just don't agree with that. You don't agree? I, mean, I, I, I think there's merit to it. And I'm not talking, I think, I think obviously zombie apocalypse lies is an extreme example, although it's not that far off of an example that we as a, as a, as a, as a world. I, mean, I, I don't even think you need though. to reach that far. You're in Ireland for God's sake. You have the Catholic church handy. That's true. Go ahead and just lean fully into that, Dennis. Well, there's plenty. I mean, there's, I mean, he argues there's lies on both sides of the aisle, right? I don't think the zombies are lying. 
Uh, no, the zombies aren't lying. That's true. But what I mean is lies can be good and bad. And I think, I don't know. I, think, I mean, I th- lies, lies, lies being good. Like, let's just unpack that for me mm-hmm. because I get it. There's a way that we think that they're nicer. We think that they're kinder. We call them white lies. We say it's better, but I mean, let me ask you this, Dennis, if you are on the other side of that, don't you think it's just condescending as hell? that I wouldn't trust you, an intelligent man, with the truth? I don't know. I don't think that's always the case. I think there are times when lies are more valuable than truth. Keep going. I think that, I don't know. I think when you're trying to get people to buy into something or have faith in something that seems hopeless, telling them the truth is not the right thing to do. I agree it's not as respectful. Like you said, you know, I don't respect you enough to give you that um, to trust you with the truth. I agree that it is condescending, but I don't think that's all. That's I, I think I think it's too much to say that's never appropriate. So you, you'd rather give them a false sense of hope, a false sense of security, than hopelessness. When in reality, so. they're gonna die. In this, in the, well, I mean, in this case, they don't. But specifically, but I take your point. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the harm in that. I genuinely don't. I think that. I mean, first of all, I, and I, I want to, I want to just cut right away from this. As attorneys, we love this kind of like the um, the what, what, the uh, floodgates, floodgates of litigation is what they would call. So you're just opening the floodgates of litigation, and that's like, well, where does it stop? Who determines when it's good? Who determines when it's bad? Who determines when it's hope? You who know? are you to who are you to tell me what is right. a good lie and what's a bad lie? Yeah, right. I, I, I mean, and. It's not who am I to determine it. It's who in the government do you trust? Who in the government do you trust to do that? Oh, no. I don't want to go down that path because yeah, that's a bit of a reducto ad absurdum. Although recent <laughs> recent regimes in this country and recent experiences with COVID will tell you maybe it's not quite as ad, ad absurdum, absurdum as one might hope yeah. as it once was. <laughs> Look, when South Park has to give up lampooning you, that's it. But even in this one case, and, and I will concede very much so that honesty and the ability to be honest is a privilege, mm-hmm. you know, um, and sometimes we don't have time for privileges. That's why they're called privileges. We don't have, we don't have the capacity for them, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if I can get on board with this. The idea that the idea that saying we have this super weapon, that's going to kill these zombies. Therefore you should feel safe and we're going to win is better than saying we're working all the time. We don't have the answer yet, but we, every resource we have, everything we have is going into it and we're making progress every day. And I get that one is better than the other, but aren't you just kicking the can down the road? I think what happens when your super weapon doesn't work a week, a month, a year later? I think Max Brooks ran into this when writing the book because he's given them this ADS, this like basically dying of hopelessness condition to make it a more in the present win, right? Because they release the film and then those numbers go down. And then they're buying runway to find out another way to defeat the zombies, which they do in the end, to be fair. But um, if everybody, if we're all going to lose, what does it matter? Kicking the can in the road might I mean, be the best you can do. Is it? I mean, let me ask you this. If it's hopeless, if it's really hopeless, Dennis. If the meteor is coming, if it's deep impact or, right. or aliens are coming, or actually, they've made clear. A perfect example of this is Don't Look Up, the, the Adam McKay movie from a year and a half ago. Mm. 
didn't watch it. It's not very good. But my my point is this. Do you want no 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 Nikki, let's keep living our lives. The government says they have it in hand. Or do you want to say, do you want to say, fuck all, honey, let's go. We've got a month and we're not going to leave each other's side for this month. Which do you want? Which do you think is actually better? Because you're telling me what you think is better is no, 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 no. I think it's way better for well, us this is, if we just live. This is an individualism argument, right? What's better for Dennis and Nikki is probably the latter. What's better for 300 million people is probably the former. For uh, Why? Because you can't all take to the freeway and run north. Yes, you can. No, you, you can't. Month, that, the earth is going to explode. You do well, you the, earth, the earth is going to explode. Doesn't matter. That is literally the end of the movie. Don't look up. I would. I don't know if I recommend it. It's free on Netflix. So you know, if you if you hate it halfway through, you can stop watching. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. My time is worth something, and this is something that I really didn't value when I was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, because in my twenties would have been like, well, it's free. Why not? Yeah, like, yeah, bro. Hour and a half, two hours of my life. <laughs> that ain't free. I have a similar thing now. We're watching a movie and I'm like, oh, two hours, 30. Oh, boy. Sit down for a movie and it's 94 minutes. You're like, let's go. No problem. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're way off on that, by the way. I, 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 I don't agree with that. You, uh, at some point, you went to some old horror film thing and they were like Dracula. 71 minutes. We saw Dracula in the movie. Yeah. Theater, yeah, 71 minutes. And you're like, why? Marvel has no excuse. I'm like, yeah, Marvel has a great excuse. Those movies are very entertaining. Why do you think every story can be told in 70 minutes? It's not true. And not every story can be told in 27 minutes. I understand that. But they can save a lot of money. Telling, I'm not talking 70. There's a big difference between 70 and like 300 or whatever. I mean, I, I love, I mean, having I not seen too. the last Marvel film, I shouldn't say this, but I love Marvel. I haven't seen the last two now. Oh, Jesus. You're falling I'm behind. behind. Um, so there is a similar quote, which is funny enough because we're talking about Chernobyl right before we started here um, from the HBO series. Um, where he says, which I think is more in line with your thinking, which is that um, uh, the main character Legasov says, every lie we tell incurs a debt to the truth. And I feel like that's what, the kind of thing you're talking about. You're talking about kicking the can down the road, where eventually we got to pay the piper for the lies we told up You front. do. The piper you always comes. Have you? Are you familiar with the comic book? It's one of, if not the greatest comic book stories ever written, Alan Moore's The Watchmen. I am familiar with Watchmen. Now. This is the truth. I, God, this is spoilers for the Watchmen, everybody. It's like <laughs> it's a stop. 40 year old novel, more? 80s. It was in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, graphic novel. Incredible. Everybody should read it. It's incredible. I like the who movie this because it is written by David Hayter, who does the voice of Solid Snake. You version. are, uh, what? It's written by Alan Moore. No, but the script, like the, the treatment for the script. Oh, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, at the end of this, I, I, I suddenly I see myself in the Rorschach role, and you're on everybody else's side. Is that where I'm we're on at? Ozzy, I, I, I'm on Ozymandias' side? You're Ozymandias, and I'm Rorschach. I mean, if Dr. Manhattan had decided with Ozymandias, maybe people would live a happier, happier life, and the giant squid wouldn't have come. Masha, you don't know. I mean, do, I mean, is this... Now, in this case, though, it's funny. Now that now that we finally found the example in a fictional comic book from the 80s where I'm like... As opposed uh, to the zombie book that I picked or something. Like uh, I do think Rorschach was wrong. I think at the, at the point where we've, we've crossed this threshold and Manhattan doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But then, Mosh, what about everything with 9-11? It's tough, man. I don't want to get into slippery slope. I don't want to My argument isn't that it's right. always correct to lie. My argument is that it's not never, basically. And that's a very easy argument to make because absolutes are very difficult to defend. I understand that. I just, I think it's, I don't know. There's this vision of America that I get it. It never existed. It never, it, leave it to beaver America certainly wasn't an America for me. I'm half Asian. 
Um, and the founding fathers. That a lot of people are like, oh, the true American dream existed right after World War II. I'm like, eh, not for a lot of people. I don't know. Not, not, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were still right after World War II when they let all the people who look like me out of the internment camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's when the dream started. Okay. Yeah. I got to reset my clock here. Uh, and I've spent, as you know, I have a legal education. I've spent a long time and I was drawn to that because of the history. Um, and I do have a lot of respect and reverence for the founding fathers in this country, um, as most Americans do, because it's driven into us at a young age. They would have no time for me. I'm, I'm half Asian, if I've, I've already mm-hmm. mentioned. I don't think they'd even count and sit at a table with me. So the American dream is difficult um, and it's glorified, but there's a lot of value there. What really shakes me to the core nowadays with social media and everything is I don't know who to trust. I don't know when to trust. And the one thing I do know is I just, I feel like I can't trust anyone in power. I can't trust the government. Now I'm not a cuckoo conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying like they're lying to me, but I don't think there's a good guy or a bad guy. I think everyone's got their own agenda and it's not quote unquote betterment of the people. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about when I lie in this example can be good. It has to be altruistic, right? Tito isn't out there for the U.S., Dennis. It right. doesn't exist. You know, he's not coming. Um, and so it just, I think the safer policy is just no. Now, when we talk about hypotheticals in this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm wavering. It's funny that the Watchmen example really kind of put a chink in my armor. All I invite, because we're, we're up on time here, all I invite is that we think about it, right? That's all we're hoping. If you have any thoughts, now we're talking about like moral relativism, which is like a pretty far departure from where we started the podcast, but I'm good with it. Um, please let us know. But I mean, I feel like this is when you're going to you're going to get noodling your brain as your day goes on. And I hope you carry it with you into your day, Mosh. I will. Dennis. This will be one of our mythical. We'll have to revisit this at a later time. We're talking about it again. <laughs> never, never going to happen. But go forth, Dennis, for the rest of your evening. And please tell no lies. Don't justify it. We'll see. Maybe I need to keep warm.